Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com, where we're not good enough fans to get fireworks. But we got to win the Nationals 3-2 over the Cincinnati Reds in 14 painful innings of baseball in the nation's capital. Dave Ross Ollendorf on the mound on the bottom of the 14th. He was out there for quite a while with his old-timey delivery. He nails Danny Espinosa, which everyone likes to do, though they should really hash brown stop hitting Espinosa. A pop-up bunt by Yusmero Petit waits one out. Wilson Ramos grounds out for the second, but Ben Revere steps in two for six on the night, ends the night three for seven with a walk-off double. A big night for Ben Revere. Uh, Espinosa gets on the hard way but comes around to win it, and that's win six straight. Uh, nice little run here, especially considering they lost seven in a row on the road to come back and uh, put together this streak. Really important stretch for the Nationals. It really is. You know, um, they, they salvaged the last game in Milwaukee, and then uh, and they come home against a bunch of a couple of crappy teams and uh, are able to, to take care of business here. Um, you know, I, I, I just say that the, the Mets and the Reds are crappy teams. The Mets um, are, are struggling right now, but the, the Reds um, are not a very good team, and, and these are the type of teams that the Nets should take advantage of. And, um, you know, they, they, they pounded them yesterday, and tonight was able to – um, to sneak away a win after a very long, uh, torturous, brutal, whatever you want to call it, extra innings game tonight. But, uh, um, but yeah, it's good to see Ben Revere, uh, life from the center fielder. He had a couple of hits tonight and uh, delivered the, the game-winning run. And it seems like, um, it seems like Trey Turner is becoming the under underperforming Nats whisperer every time he, uh, he gets gets rumored to, to replace one of the Nats in the starting starting lineup. Uh, they start to produce again. So. Uh, um, but but good on Revere having a good game, and uh, it's nice to see the Nats able to uh, uh, hang in there and, and, and get this one tonight. Doug Hess, our good friend Ann, <laughs> tweeted a, uh, texted me a quote from Dusty Baker's post game. When you play that long, you might as well win. It's one of his tried and true post game statements for these ones. <laughs> Supposed to be a six o'clock start in the nation's capital, so they can have fireworks tonight. Didn't start until six forty with a rain delay. No fireworks in the nation's capital. A lot of bugs in the nation's capital, which was odd. I don't know what those things there were that were swarming around the field, but uh, at the end of it, Nationals come up with a big win, a walk-off win by Ben Revere. I know you were home watching, not at the park for this one, but it was uh, probably better off for you tonight. A brutal night in the nation's capital, or at least a very long one. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been there on some of those late nights when there's like these weird green bugs that sort of come cascading over the edge of the upper deck, and, and you're like, where are these even coming from? What's even happening right now? Even it's just I'm at home doing chores, you know, watching the game, and I, I feel like I've been watching this game most of my adult life now. Uh, it, it just... <laughs> It, it, we've seen plenty of long games before, uh, long games featuring Yusmero Petit pitching in extras. Maybe, maybe it's sort of a hangover or a flashback or something like that. It, this one ended the right way, though. So uh, <laughs> you might as well win. We might as well won. So that, that worked out okay, I guess. Uh, and, and in unlikely style, i got to say, seeing uh, every time Revere hits one in the air, I just – I just want to yell, hit it on the ground, you fool. It's, it, at best, it's going to get like 10 feet short of the track. But he actually managed to somehow bounce it off the wall. 
and uh, and and drive in the, the the walk off there. So good good for Revere finding his uh, his uh, Harper esque uh, power. Although he was able to to dig a double out of that instead of stopping at first. So I guess he's a bit of a bit of a showboater there, even though it was the walk off hit. So good for Revere. Hey, hey, speaking of Revere, can I do my Lou Brown impersonation? Um, I'm not going to stop you. Way to go, me. Don't ever do it again. <laughs> uh, Dave Doghouse mentioned Bryce Harper. He was banged up, quote-unquote, according to Dusty Baker, so he got a day off in the series opener, but he's quietly kind of putting it together. A 280, 382, 419 June after a 200, 422, 363 May. Uh, long single in the fourth, though. I think of all the Harper haters are going to be talking about it. I, I got about 15 completely original jokes about it's a good thing uh, Jonathan Tappelbaum wasn't there when Bryce Harper hit a long fly ball to right center field, watched it uh, all the way on his way to first and ended up with a single when it bounced off the top of the wall. Not Bryce Harper's best moment there on the uh, field in Nationals Park, but uh, he's been putting it together good recently at least. You're kind of seeing him pick it up even though some of the other guys are overshadowing his return to form. Yeah, he's um he's making a lot more contact. He's obviously drawing his uh, customary base on balls, but um but definitely not a good look tonight. I mean, uh, none other than uh, estimable Washington Post columnist Tom Boswell called him out on Twitter. Um and 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 it's great that we live in a modern age where we don't have to wait till tomorrow or Monday's column for um for the venerable baseball scribe to call out the uh, the superstar that doesn't hustle down the line. So. Um, yeah, not a, not a great look for him. It, it got a lot of attention from a lot of different places. But, um, you know, the bottom line is that if the guy's going to hit 40 home runs, I don't care if he walks to first base on a on a double off the top of the wall. So, um, you know, for me it's, it's much ado about nothing. Uh, it, it, it's a lot to do for people that are looking for page clicks and page views. So um, you'll let them have their heyday on it. I'd rather talk about the fact that he's, starting to hit again making solid contact as, as to whether or not that um, he's running out of ball that he thought was a home run. I'd just like to mention that I mentioned his stats first and then mentioned the fact that he definitely should have run on that one. And I also like page clicks and page views. Doghouse, two for six night at the plate, but like Dave said, a little ammunition for the, the haters there. Uh, Want to see him hustle on that play. Uh, I don't know if you were watching, I assume you were watching the D.C. broadcast down there, the Reds uh, broadcast. Uh, showed him definitely saying I messed up or something to that effect when he talked to Davey Lopes at first base after that, but didn't get benched for this one and uh, a decent night at the plate, two for six overall, up to a 258 average after a decent, uh, good June at the plate for Bryce Harper. Yeah, FP couldn't stop talking about how uh, you you got to run that out and it doesn't take any skill to run anything out. And not to be unfairly mean, but let me be unfairly mean and say, if anyone knows anything about stuff that doesn't take any skill, it's F.B. Santangelo. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> so I get, you put me through a 14-inning game, and I'm going to get punchy. Punchy and mean. That's, that's how I got in the ballpark last night when it was emptying out and people yelling some real personal stuff at the batters out there. Gets it gets gets rough. But uh, you're not. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? Harper. Harper. Yeah. 
Go ahead. <laughs> that was that was still a pretty good hit. Uh, and and while I, I I do not begrudge him lazying out the eventual the the occasional hit here and there, uh, I will notice that uh, we we don't see his blazingly fast home run sprint like we used to that first season where he was clearly happy to get on base and would run out anything at, at maximum speed, no matter how badly it, uh, I know you can't do that every time. And that's basically a, a formula for getting yourself hurt or, or burned out or running into walls as, as we saw at various other points in the previous couple of seasons. So uh, a certain amount of moderation, uh, perhaps there's a little bit of hubris here, uh, I, I think we're going to get a little lesson learned along with all the, the, the hash brown hot pockets coming out about, about you know, how, how terrible Harper is. I, I think the strides he's taken in his hairstyle this season far outweigh any, any potential uh, loafing on that, on that one hit. Uh, thumbs up on the hair, thumbs down on the loafing. Saves Tanner Roark on the mound tonight. He gave up seven hits, five earned runs, and just three innings last time when he faced the Reds in Great American Ballpark on June 5th. Three and one in four starts since then with a 2-3-0 ERA, a 2-55, 263 line against in 27 and third innings pitch over that stretch. A one-out RBI single by Tucker Barnhart in the second, tied it up at one. RBI single by Adam Duvall, who's quickly becoming one of my favorite young outfielders out there uh, in the sixth inning, two to one at that point, leaves the game with it tied at two to two, seven innings, eight hits, two runs, uh, two walks, four Ks, 108 pitches, 62 strikes, much better from Roark this time out, and has that ERA under three for the year so far. It just continues to impress in the rotation. Did Roark pitch in this game, or are we talking about yesterday's game now? Half a game ago, yes, he did pitch. Yeah. No, um, he gave the Nats what is his routine. I mean, this is um, this is what Tanner Roark is, is turning into. And, you know, we saw last year when they misused him and shuttled him back and forth between the starting rotation and the pen. And, you know, he seems like a guy that, that you give him a job to do, he's going to go out and do it. And, you know, eight times out of ten, he's going to give you, um, you know, pitch you into the seventh inning or get you through the seventh inning and keep you in the ball game. And that's exactly what he does. And this is a guy that, um, you know, low pedigreed, uh, coming up through the minors. He started, but you, you thought to yourself, you know, this guy looks better as a reliever. And, um, you know, and then all of a sudden he's now a couple of years into his major league career and he's just churning out, out starts where he's keeping his team in the game. And he's not a Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg type where he's going to go out and dominate and, completely shut the other team down. That's just not his style, um, but he's going to keep you in ball games, and that's what he did tonight on a night where uh, the offense wasn't there. He pitched well enough and got it to the pen where the Nats still had a chance to win the game, and, you know, that's what he does. Our friend Ben uh, Chase Hughes quoting Ben Revere after the game. He said everyone wanted to go home on 14 innings. He joked, baseball sucks. He said Jason Worth has been in this game 100 years. <laughs> Also said Jason Worth has been in this game a hundred years as part of the conversation. So I think Ben Breer enjoying his time in the spotlight. Uh, Doghouse, I want to shine the spotlight on my favorite. Those are just smooth transitions. Uh, pitching performance of the night, Sammy Solis. Two scoreless on the mound, a one, two, three, eight against the Reds, one, two, three hitters. 
comes back out for another inning of work. Um, 15 pitches total and two scoreless, three strikeouts. I'm a huge Sammy Solis fan. I always have been. Uh, even I was kind of blown away by his two innings of work today. He just went out there and dominated the top and middle of the Reds order and two scoreless innings of work. So this is where I'm going to talk about how Joey Votto is an angry man, an angry, peevish <laughs> ungenerous man who who will give nothing to opposing fans and who may have been yelling some nonsense at him and maybe that's why he didn't toss a call ball to him. But fan those I fans just gotta say seeing seeing the way Solis carved him up with three pitches exactly dotting the corners and the edges of the strike zone and he was just like, Okay, you got me. That was, I think, emblematic of his outing today. That that great strikeout, uh, one of one of three he had in only 15 pitches over those two innings. Just, uh, I I was sitting there complaining about why isn't Dusty keeping him in? You know, even as I was seeing him being pinch hit for because I, I, it was just so inconceivable to me that he would come out of the game. Uh, really, a, a tremendous performance. I I agree 110 percent. That uh, that was that was the outing of the game pitching wise. You keep on using that word inconceivable. I'm not sure you know what it means. Dave, <laughs> Daniel Murphy, another multi-hit game, two for five, uh, two doubles, second on a 1-0 sinker outside. He sends it by third base, uh, just dribbling by the third base bag for a double. Just continues to hit a great piece of hitting there. Another good night at the plate, up to a 3.52 average on the year. You can either talk about Daniel Murphy or uh, recount why the Nationals and Mets fans are having some sort of uh, online brawl about what happened in Nationals Park earlier this week. The choice is up to you. Good God, is there so much butthurt going on on Twitter these days? People, get the hell over yourself. Welcome to the Internet. Baseball's supposed to be fun, for God's sakes. Jesus, the angst that's going on on Twitter, you'd think it's the, uh, I don't know. Um, Daniel Murphy, all he does is hit. Um, he's the, he clearly the, the free agent signee of, this, of the offseason. Um, you know, the Nats MVP. Um, but I'll tell you what, that had to be the softest hit double in the history of doubles. <laughs> uh, another two for five a night for him, two for six for Harper, three for seven for Revere. Nationals take it in 14, three to two final, uh, regular time tomorrow night, seven o'clock. It's on Fox though, so no post game stuff for us, which kind of stinks. But Matt Knightley, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com, six straight wins, 49 and 32 on the year after tonight. Let's hope tomorrow is a regularly <laughs> scheduled starts on time and finishes on time, so we can all get some rest. Talk to you guys after tomorrow's game. Go Nats. <laughs>